Hey co-pilots, this is AJ Bruno, your podcast pilot. For those just joining, welcome to the first season of the Value Props podcast. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. So glad you're here. Value Props is an original video podcast series that we launched on YouTube in 2021. Every month I have casual conversations while flying my plane with sales founders and technology leaders about the always changing market. This is episode 103, Building Momentum with Tom Murdoch. To never miss a future release, make sure you subscribe to the show. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a review to help more sales professionals and entrepreneurs just like you find the show. On today's episode, Tom Murdoch and I cruise around Boston. All right, here we go. Let's take off. Welcome to another episode. You're on the pilot season of Value Props right now. I love it. For everyone at home, this is Tom Murdoch. Tom's a good friend of mine. He's a, an investor, advisor of, of Portapath as well. Tom, you want to give your background for everyone? Yeah, sure. Uh, VP of sales at Momentive currently, uh, the makers of SurveyMonkey and Get Feedback. Prior to that, spent a little over four years at a company called HubSpot. And then prior to that, four other software companies, one called Fuse. And the first job in technology was at Acquia. That was also just an amazing run there as well. Prior to that, I was in a completely different industry, so running a company called uh, Freedom Boat Club, which um, if you're familiar with the concept of Zipcar, where you know you pay, pay a membership to join Zipcar, and then you have access to their fleet of cars whenever you need to make a reservation. Exact same concept for uh, Freedom Boat Club. Yeah, boating to sales, that completely makes sense. They're like the same <laughs> exact thing. It was funny at the time, I didn't realize it until much later, but it was kind of the first, uh, my first exposure to a recurring revenue business, which, you know, as I started learning more and more about SaaS, could, could really see the upside of, of uh, the upside of a career in, in SaaS with that recurring revenue model. So, yeah, that was kind of my first introduction into, uh, you know, running a sales team and, and being a business owner. And were you, were you really reading David Scott's? Uh, is for entrepreneurs.com at that time you're like oh, I'm going to apply to say our business to my boating business yeah, that, you know it's funny that um, I, I didn't realize the, the true power of it at the time um, in the early days of it but man all of a sudden you start to see if you do a really good job taking care of your customers that uh, that recurring revenue model can it works it's, it, kind, of, it works. it's kind of a thing to say everyone's all about these usage based models and subscription based models but I know it. you know that recurring revenue model kind of works I get asked a lot about like well how's like sales changed what's like different it's not the pandemic. Like, sure, that's the inside sales team has helped empower individual users to get like a leg up. Where I see the change happening is like you have all these teams and all of them are thinking about different ways to uh, extract value from what they're doing day to day. And yeah, they're still relying on their managers to help support that, but it's really hard. You don't have a whiteboard. You're not in, you're not deal, deal sparring, I call it. Yep. They're not talking through those. So they're looking for other ways and other tools to help them, uh, help them do that. How have you seen that like change on your team just in the last year yeah. and the people that you work with? Yeah, talk about uh, talk about necessity being the mother of all invention, right? Like you just didn't didn't have a didn't have a choice, right? You, yeah, you don't have a choice. Yeah, you got to figure out for your business what's the best way to uh, generate more pipeline or, or or bring those deals to close as quickly as possible. And and I don't think there's really much of a special sauce, really, other than trying to lean into technology that's going to help you do it as much as you can. And that's I think why we saw we've seen companies like you know, HubSpot and Gong and, and some other companies that have really taken off over the last two years, not to mention Quarterpath. I mean, there, there we go. There we let's go. go. There, yeah, there let's, let's go. I think as we look to technology to help us close those gaps as much as you can by not being in the office, um, that's been helpful. And you know what? I will say it's really interesting that um, 
what I, one thing I noticed when I was in HubSpot when the pandemic first hit, we had to go home, was saw this very unique thing happen in the team. And my team was, you know, I don't know, 225, 250 people at the time. But we, we noticed almost, you know, overnight, within a week or two, that we started noticing folks who had historically been quite um, extroverted in nature. Yeah. Have had a, a really hard time adjusting to being at home. Um, oftentimes, just by themselves selling, which can be brutal if you're, you know, more of an extroverted person. However, on the flip side, we also noticed those who were a bit more introverted in nature uh, really saw a pickup in their in their activity and their ability to focus and their ability to to kind of get stuff done um, in their day to day job. Because they were actually in the environment where, they were there. yeah, they were in the environment that made the most most effective. So I think this idea, the, the, you know, long story longer, I think this idea of making sure that you're setting up a sales environment um, based upon the folks on your team is going to enable them to do their best work and enable them to sell, uh, you know, and help their customers the best way that they can. Well, how you think about that? We think about like value props and like what is that value proposition and enabling your team that like really sticks with me and having leaders and managers be like not a barrier, not a blocker. When there's new technology that gets brought up, I'm like, okay, let's take a look. Let's like actually get through it. But I'm not going to be the person to say, say no. One of the quickest ways to crush momentum on your sales team is to pay them incorrectly. And according to a study, 80% of companies are getting commissions wrong. Think of the impact. You finish a quarter way above goal, your team is fired up, then their paychecks come and their commissions are off. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Quotapath. With Quotapath, run accurate commissions and give your reps real-time visibility into their earnings and forecasted earnings. Keep your reps happy and motivated by eliminating compensation confusion and showing how much more they can make. To learn more about today's episode sponsor and to get a taste of commission bliss, visit Quotapath.com and create a free account in the top right corner. Well, I want to take this off autopilot here. All right. I'm going to fly the airplane. We're going to go about 1,500 to 2,000 feet per minute. So he's going to have like 34 to 45 seconds to give the pitch on momentum. All right, let's do it. Any type of pitch. If you want to do a recruiting pitch, if you want to do the pitch on the, the product, if you want to do just a pitch on how great it is, if you want to do a pitch on how great you are, you do any pitch you want. All right. Guys, okay, I'll ready? Try to work them all. There we go. And go. All right. So, yeah, momentum, uh, you know, what we've really come to believe and help our customers believe is that you've got to understand what your company, what your your customers are, uh, you know, thinking, feeling, saying, and doing, and not just your customers, but also your employees and all your stakeholders. And if you can do that really well through collecting and actioning feedback from those stakeholders, you're going to be able to make decisions for your business uh, that are going to, you know, to our point earlier, continue to increase value that you're driving to your customers. So again, we're we're really focused on helping our customers figure out what they their customers are thinking, saying, feeling, and doing uh, through robust mechanisms to, uh, you know, uh, collect that feedback and then trigger workflows based upon based upon that feedback. Um, I think I beat you up to the top, but you took the like the, the weightlessness in stride. It didn't even phase you, so you win on that one. All right, sweet, sweet. <laughs> now, by the way, if we haven't mentioned, Tom is also a pilot. Getting there. We, getting we there. haven't mentioned that. Yeah, getting there. I got about. Uh, I think I got about nine. 90 hours in right now. Uh, and yeah, this, this field here off our left is uh, where they do a lot of the uh, FAA check rides up here. Yeah, well, you got to be a pilot. Anyone that can wear aviators like that is like a... <laughs> well, I, I, it's funny. I, it's funny you say that because I... Uh, 
I was on the way over here and I'm like, ah, I forgot my glasses. So I pulled into Target. I grabbed these for 17 bucks. And uh, here we are. It's a, it's 17. Well, and then here I am, the chump that's not wearing it. No, I can't believe it. It's such a, I wasn't expecting it to be a day like today. Yeah, we're in Boston, Massachusetts, and it is, well, we were in Portland, basically. We were in a beautiful, beautiful day. Although I should say, now that we're in a cockpit and I'm having this conversation, I don't, I don't know if Momentum's a, a customer of ours yet there, Tom. And you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. It's the world's most expensive uh, sales pitch going on right now. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, your uh, your LTV to CAC would be interesting on this one. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what. I, I when we first started talking about Quota Path and what you all were trying to go after and what you were trying to do, you know, I, I we were at uh, at the time I was at HubSpot and and uh, we were implementing a legacy uh, a legacy software for that, and uh, we were up. Uh, I think at the time we had hit the 18 month mark, at the 12 to 18 month mark, somewhere in there. With I got news. You still you're at, you're at 30 month mark right now. Oh my god! <laughs> I, know, I know this very well. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Just I mean, it's just oh man. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I like, yeah, I think for us, it was the time to value and just being, making sure that teams could, the end user could see, uh, see the success. We're actually, so we're a HubSpot Ventures company and I have so much enjoyed working with so many people out there. Uh, you Durkin, um, Brandon Greer has been fantastic. Andrew Lindsay has been awesome. Just such great sponsors. Um, and getting the exposure on the partnership side to the SMB enterprise and market team. So I think in the last two weeks, we've talked to over 300 CSMs and AEs at HubSpot. Um, got such great feedback from how they think about the world. And, and that's the important, those are the, that's the, taking what you said at the beginning of like that end user and then the cycle time and you can combine those two and you get down to the heart of it. It helps improve the customer journey and the company so much oh yeah, it's just exponentially improves over time too, which is where the real that's where the real power is. So, but yeah, I was really excited to learn about what you all were doing. I was sort of like in the, I think like when all all the faster than normal sales cycles happen, right? Just when the when the prospect has a real pain that they're suffering through, and um, yeah, I think where you where you all had clearly fifteen to two hundred and fifty customers in less than a year. Obviously, you're, you've uh, you've hit a nerve, so that's that's just awesome. Not to mention the team's executing at such a high level. Got a lot of growth to go. We've got a lot of growth. We had a lot of really good things to, to upcoming, but I think what it's really helped is just learning from the sales teams and how sales teams are improving uh, and how they're thinking about the world and how they're changing it. And what, what it really amounts to is that sales leaders like yourself have really been able to take their lessons learned over the course of their career and it's become more vocal. It's not thought leadership because it's all genuine. It's like, how can we help each other as a sales profession and sales career uh, versus just like making sure that we're helping our team is lifting everyone up and i think that's something that's changed since i started yeah. was is the uh and it's still there in pockets but i, I think the perception of selling is changing and if oh, you're yeah. if you're doing it the right way right like the, the professions sales professionals that key word there being professionals is uh, that perception is changing and um you know i, I think uh when you're when you're selling with the when you're selling the right way to, to customers, um, naturally, right, you're going to feel better about what you're doing every day. Yep, I 100% agree, and it like it's just such a great feeling where you're like unifying and you align the customer, and like uh, uh, it's, it's a great, great, great feeling. Tom, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. This was a pleasure.
Yeah, that was awesome. It was a lot of fun. It was awesome. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. I'm game. Next for next season. Next next season. Next season we'll have our stuff together. Let's do it. Until next time, it's been Value Props. Have a good day. Follow Value Props Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to help us spread the word, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and tell two friends about this episode. Another way you can support the show is by subscribing to Value Props on our website at quotapath.com forward slash value dash props. Today's episode of Value Props was produced by AJ Bruno, Kelly O'Halloran, Milani Taub, and Helen Merzialski. It was edited by Helen Merzialski with additional editing help from AJ Bruno, Kelly O'Halloran, Milani Taub, and Michelle Woods. Cover art and branding by Milani Taub and Michelle Woods. Whew. This episode definitely wouldn't have been possible without the great team at Quotapath and my amazing network. This show is hosted by me, the pilot, of course, AJ Bruno. Special thanks to Tom Murdoch. Until we take flight next time, thanks to everyone who listened to this episode. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.